Welcome to the Crack Den Comedy Club. Tonight we feature Fred Cook, described by Chortle as Ireland's most unique stand-up. We chat about loads this episode, including steering kids to watch what you want them to watch. Fred in boarding school and is living in the moment. Bad for your future. But before we delve into this chat, a quick clip from Fred uh, talking about why the Garda, the Irish police, the Garda, may not need the technology to find out which drugs you were using while you drive. So quick clip from Fred and then straight into the interview of Eddie, myself, Damo and Fred Cook. You know, because like the, the Irish police are doing an awful lot now in Ireland. They really are. Like they spent millions on this technology to know exactly what drugs you're taking when you're driving. Have you seen this? Like you can't drive and take drugs anymore in Ireland. Those days are over. They're gone. <laughs> Sad, isn't it? They were good while they lasted. I tell you that for nothing. <laughs> can't do it anymore. Millions on technology to know exactly what drugs you're taking. But if I'm, to be honest with you guys, you don't need to spend all that money on technology to know what drugs people are taking when they're driving. You will know exactly what drugs people are on by the music that's coming out of the car speakers. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Like if you see a car come down the road, here, right, in the main street in the Keys, at 10 kilometres an hour, and all you can hear from the car speakers is... I hope you like a jamming too. Come on, we're jamming, we're jamming, we're jamming, we're jamming. It's obvious, isn't it? Your man's a marijuana. You don't need fucking... You don't need technology for that. You don't need it. You see a car pass it out on the main road at 200 kilometres an hour and all you can hear from the car speakers... Smack my bitch up! He can't see the road with the amount of cocaine on the window. You don't need technology for that, don't you not? But then, ladies and gentlemen, you see a car going the right speed with a lovely retired elderly couple inside. <laughs> all right? And all you can hear from the car speakers is... I want to hold you till I die Till we both break down and cry That's heroin, isn't it? Like... <laughs> it's so sad, isn't it? We're sucking diesel. Sucking diesel. Sucking diesel. Cheers, lads. Cheers. Whoa, chills. Actual diesel. Cheers, <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Crack Ten Comedy Club. Welcome. Guess what? Guess we have. It's Fred. Oh, you'd already seen in the description. It's Fred Cook. <laughs> How are you so, doing, Fred? I'm ha- so happy to be here. Same. Yeah, with the crack comedy den. It's uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> to the den of uh, comedy crack. I uh, love Her- it. Heard great things about this place. <laughs> yeah. Heard great things about the crackity doodle. Uh, man, it's. It's so good to see you because uh, we used to see each other all the time. I know, yeah. And then I moved to London, came back, and you moved to Kerry, and, and, and now you're zipping and zapping. So exactly, like, yeah, yeah. We're like like ships in the night. We just, you know, I often talk to Demo about like when you when we both started, and uh, it was this city. I loved it, but it was also killing me as well, like because it was the amount of freedom I could just drink forever. You know, there's nowhere, there's, n- there's every pub, there's always a lock-in going, you know? Yeah. yeah. Lock-in! Yeah. Lock-in, whoa! What about this, one of Fred's previous songs? Did, did, exactly. Did Fred just get in the bar? It's a lock-in! Yeah. Lock in. <laughs> but the lyrics for that were like, lock-in, it's a bit like prison, only you make the decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that did thing you write that song, just go, like, if I write it, everyone's going to want to have a lock-in with me. <laughs> you know, it's like, get the lock-in guy! 
we'll get <laughs> No, but then the COVID lock-in happened. I'm like, Fred, this is a bit of a happy song for a shit situation. Yeah, no, it's yeah, a different right. thing altogether. You don't want to lock in anymore. Yeah. <laughs> One time, uh, I left the lock-in at, uh, at 8 a.m. And I was living in Stony Batter with my mate Neil. It was a Tuesday morning. And I met friends of mine who were, who were going to work, uh, you know, in their, in their suits, <laughs> who I went to secondary school with. And they like, and I was hammered. And they they didn't know I was coming from a lock-in. So they were like, Fred, why are you so drunk this time in the morning? What's yeah. wrong with you, man? And I'm like, Wee! You know? <laughs> I'm going to work, man. Yeah. <laughs> so now you just drink a lot in Dingle, is that it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the pub, I actually do my own podca- podcast on, in Dingle it's called Murphy's Podcast but there's lots there's always tourists and all this and all, especially Dublin people they're always so surprised about the price of drinking Kerry oh we're, we're getting robbed back home this is fucking ridiculous yeah, yeah, yeah. you know it's like yeah. it's like a drink promotion back home you know what I mean to drink so cheap mm. So what's that? Sorry, it's under a fiver for pine. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Are we mm. talking like three fifty? Even like? if they brought it up fifty cent and carry, it's still only coming in at like one seventy five or something like that. I made that bit up. <laughs> made that bit up. <laughs> it's a dream. Yeah, yeah. That's great. And do you drink less instead of kid? Or, or oh yeah, completely. Drink? Oh yes. I just don't. Well, that's the thing. Uh, you know, back then the freedom I had when I was living in Dublin is, uh, do you know, I could, you know, you I had the day to sleep it off. Do you know, like the only like it's yes. quite depressing. I didn't realize how bad it was back then, but <laughs> you know, I thought it was just living the life, you know. And uh, you know, I think the only the only time I would talk was to say hi to the guy bringing me Chinese food, and then I'd uh, you know close the door again and go into my room. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was, uh, I just don't have that time anymore. Do you know, my son's all, he's he's awake at seven a.m. and uh, you just can't miss a beat with him. Yeah. So it's funny that the the kids that you know they teach you had a big. Grown-ups, yeah. Even though yeah. they've never been a grown-up, so that it's like, oh yeah, you have to live during the day, yeah. in the daylight. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things. And I remember when I would crash at your, you and Neil in that place in Stony Better you mentioned, and then uh, you would always like stroll in, like to go to the shower. And I was in the sitting room, so you'd stroll in, and your towels would always, you'd always, you'd never have. A, I hope you have big towels now. They're always like, there's like just you'd have a hand towel in front of your crotch. <laughs> Every time, like I'm gonna buy you an actual bath towel one day, but have you got good towel? That's much weight I'd put on. That's much weight I'd put on. He grew out of his towel. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that a tea towel? This is a beach towel, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. C- c- carry on. I'm gonna sew a few beach towels together. I, I was telling our people, the towel's gonna really punk up my tight jeans and tops. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the way I'm going. You know, it's just blowing up yeah you invented skinny jeans no these are boot cut (laughs) (laughs) did you live together for a bit I was in London like five or six years and then every time I came back I would stay with Neil and Fred they're my brothers yeah, Neil's yeah. got a kid now. He does. He does. Yeah. Everybody's got a kid. Everybody's yeah. uh, he's got proper towels. Everybody's grown up. That's all ahead of you. That's all ahead of you. He's just got engaged. It won't be long now. It's funny that the lifestyle of comedy is, you know, you know, like basically, kind of what defines a lifestyle is the people surrounding you. You know, so if everyone goes to work at seven in your office and goes to the gym or goes to fucking have a pint after, whatever the culture is, that's what's normal. And uh, in comedy, I guess the what's normal diverges a lot from your average job. Yeah, you know, so mm-hmm. like you're to go out partying five or six nights a week is uh, kind of not. It's you can just do it. No one, uh, you know, there's nothing yeah. to say that it's that, your office. Uh, it's your office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, it it's a bit of a 
Bit of a slippery slope. We've lost money. We've lost money. Too. Yeah, it's polar opposites. In fact, the only reason that you wouldn't drink before, like having a kid, like if you is was if you had to drive. Yeah. And even then, like that's the only reason you wouldn't like. There's mm. no. If, you, if you're in any sort That's of... That's why so few comedians drive. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking true. So few. You're like trying to book a gig. You call them like, and uh, how, how will I get there? I'm like, I don't know, man. Why yeah. you? It's always like, how will I get there? I'm like, That's on you. Like, why yeah. My wife Sandra got her license like when we got out of kid because she was like, well, I'm going to be sober anyway probably now. Yeah, but never yeah. needed to before. People are like, well, you're getting your license now. He's like, yeah, because you have to be sober, you idiot. Why would I want to do that? Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. Like you can be drunk doing anything else. Going on a plane, <laughs> doing your shows, and doing your taxes, anything. Doing your so. music. And into the gigs. So you've got a big crossover between music and comedy because you do music and comedy. Yeah, and you do. Yeah. And then you play with Hand Sandwich sometimes. sometimes you do their yeah. keyboardist. And then I think I told you this, like the Electric Picnic, the last one I went to, they missed you so much that they go, oh, usually Fred's here on the keyboard, but everyone, at, like there's the, the, the salty dog in the big sunken ship in the forest, big, big late night gig. And they were like, okay, so everyone, they, they mentioned your name. They're like, and everyone's going to do, uh, everyone's going to do your bit. And then it was like, all right. Yeah. It was great. That's gas, yeah. Oh, no, wait, you were there for that bit. It was when they did Body and Soul. I was thinking, they didn't tell me about this gig. The same, the same day. So you were looking at it going, I was there. No, it was. Do another gig in an hour, Fred. But no, no, no. It was. It was when they were Wild Roots. Oh yeah, yeah. So Wild Roots, you weren't there. But I seen you under footage. There's a ham sandwich gig of a camera from the backstage looking at. I can just see you in the crowd. So you're looking at the ham sandwich gig. I'm going, oh, Dave was at the gig. You know, that's a. That was great. Representing. It was so good, yeah. man. So Just do you like still play up. music gigs? Like, uh, you, you do, Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I'll play some trad guitar. Or I'll, I'll play with bands and stuff. Uh, but, you know, I'm kept busy enough as well, like, you yeah. know, with stand-up. Yeah. So, uh, man, but yeah, I your, your music through the night, you were on Tuesday at the Crack Den. And fuck, man, it's so good. You know, you... Ah, you're very kind. Ah, it is. But I do, so... try to, I do try to push it with the guitar a bit, even as a stand-up, to make it sound yeah. good on the guitar. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, I don't want to be... They're just banging chords, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's at tasty, a high volume. Tasty guitar player. Tasty, yeah, mm. yeah. Not overdone, not underdone. Yeah, yeah. Do you know, the sweet spot yeah, of guitar yeah. playing. And that James Bond bit. Oh, so good. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that stuff because it's quite new. And uh, I just love the idea of, I haven't told you about this, Dave, I have a new bit of it. If, if, to roll the song, if James Bond, if I could be James Bond, yeah. or I, James Bond estate could write a song about me, do you know? Or, I'd have to be realistic about it. It'd be like, it'd be like, he'd be like, "What about me, double O three? <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes slightly overweight with anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> and the other line was, uh, "I don't have a Lamborghini at turbo speed, just an 07 Nissan, but it gets me where I need. <laughs> oh, what about me, double O three? I'm just so happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's not like like musical comedy. I always think it must be so difficult, but I always really enjoy when they do bits about uh, the actual music. Yeah. You know, like your bit mm. about the James Bond chords then as well, and you do yeah. like a load yeah. of different versions of what a James Bond song could be. And uh, just that using, the, just focusing in on the chord, and then you're kind of stretching out the, the idea of the, from the music and making comedy out of that, rather than just having gags in funny lines. Of course, kind yeah. Of exploring yeah. the musical element of it. I'm very aware of that. Yeah. And, uh, 
Do you know, I've no snobby to parody. Do you know, take a well-known songs and change the lyrics. <laughs> Jim and I, we did a viral video on it. Do you know, we did like 32 songs put together in six minutes. Do you know, of the most popular songs you could have. You know, on, on stage, uh, I'd, uh, I think the hardest bit of com- musical comedy is just trying to keep a crowd interested with a comedy song because it's so... Because, uh, you know, it's going to go two and a half minutes. And if you've lost them, uh, the biggest problem with, the biggest faux pas, I think, with musical songs is change the second chorus if you've made them laugh the first time around a lot of time it can be the reveal the chorus is the reveal of the joke the yeah. verses you're kind of setting it up and then the big chorus is the uh, very good but if you bring that back a second time like normal pop songs the joke's been done yeah yeah. normal pop done. songs yeah, yeah. you want to know the words exactly so sing along yeah, for a yeah. comedy one it's like no you want you, you want every line to be yeah. a new joke yeah yeah yeah. So I'm always, I'm always aware of that I'm yeah. always aware of parody as well, like you know. Yeah, yeah. I remember. So you, so you, you kind of almost have to rewrite the premise or something in the second chorus. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, or change it up completely and yeah, then bring okay. it back. Yeah. I remember Sarah Milliken saying to me when I, when I was starting off, but she said it in a good way. She didn't see me, and she says, uh, normally when you see a guitar comedian come on, she says. <laughs> It's a, it's like a six. She called it a, a six-string clapping machine. Oh yeah! <laughs> Come on! You'll applaud at this. Yeah. It's, it's just my normal jokes that you don't like. Mate. With three yeah. chords behind it. Sweet Caroline. Oh, oh, oh. You know? So I'm always that thing as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I never yeah. want to go there as well. Mm. Uh, mm. <laughs> my dad said to me once. Uh, that's me. He seen me do a gig in Old Castle, and it was one of my first headliner gigs. And uh, <laughs> he goes, "You're lucky, Fred. You're, you're a guitar comedian because uh, because you know if it's not going well for you, you can always play an old song for them or something." Like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> well, this is not going well. Yeah, Caught in yeah. a trap. <laughs> so that, that's another thing I'm aware of is the crutch of yeah. musical comedy. Do you know what I mean? That, that I've seen you. You know what I mean? I try mm. to. I'm always. I think. A musical comedy I tried to be like a, I tried to be like a, a singer-songwriter without any of the songs <laughs> you oh, know? Yeah. I do all the in-between talking about you know where Glenn Hansard they've all talked yeah, in between yeah, it yeah. I do more of that in mm. fact I do loads of it yeah. the whole thing is full of that in between like Christy Moore talking in between songs mm. uh, but I don't actually sing full I do little segments of it Yeah, yeah. I'll go in and do you know, I have a bit about nostalgia and pop music you know, pop is so nostalgic you know, you can hear something but it exists no matter what age you are, nostalgia exists. Like I was, I was picking my son up uh, in uh, in the Childminders. <laughs> this is true. Like there was two five year olds <laughs> beside each other, and they were dancing to uh, Harry Styles uh, as it was. Doo, 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 doo. Oh, yeah. And it's as if one turned around to the other and went, "Oh man!" <laughs> like they were five, and one went, oh, "They don't write them like they used to." Because <laughs> in relation to their life, that is, it might, it could easily be, it might as well be ten years ago, yeah, fifteen years yeah. ago. It's all perspective, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So and uh, like, and what, what nostalgia does? Because a happy song doesn't necessarily mean happy memories. Yeah. I remember with my dad once, and uh, in a restaurant, we were going for lunch, and uh, like, like, so my dad's like seventy-eight now. So you know, he's lived through the seventies and eighties and the recession and all this. <laughs> so the song come on in the background. You know that. One, celebrate good times come on and I went this song brings back awful memories <laughs> <laughs> it was an awful time in Dublin it was a, and, I, and I like I could just see dad sadness in the background and he's just looking at no. his drink yeah yeah <laughs> oh, damn that was some recession yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Inflation twelve percent. Jesus. <laughs> we had not a scrap, not a scrap on the table. Half of us on the door. What a locking! And my dad, what like, <laughs> my dad was a guard in in Dublin in the the late seventies, but he had a cozy time. Like, like it was before all the heroin kicked in, or you know, gangs or stuff like that. Just regular winos. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drunks and. Do you know what's funny about drunks? Most of us have been uh, drunk, so you'd sort of know how to deal with it. But not everyone's done heroin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old fashioned drunks. Yeah, I miss that. And then, so was he? Did he like? Did he like that cushy number as they would have called? Did he like back in the day? Uh, he doesn't talk. He doesn't talk too much about it, which is which says everything really. You know. Yeah. So no, dads rarely do though. Yeah, yeah exactly. Dads, yeah. 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 Uh, as far as us, we don't shut up. Yeah. But oh, that was funny. Like what you said about the uh, the kids being nostalgic because during lockdown. Uh, one of Max's little friends, like he would have been like two and a half, three going into lockdown. His friend bought a ticket to Peppa Pig live, right? Does Max like Peppa? No. He loves The Simpsons, though, so yeah. I'm going to stick oh, on that bus, yeah. right? Great. So How, easy is already. It? How old is Ted? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> When's this going out? <laughs> Let me ring my wife about this one. And uh, he's like two and six months. Well, how, yeah. how easy is it to then manipulate? Like, who wants to watch Peppa Pig? Uh, but who wants. Well, Simpsons, great. You know? Yeah. How yeah. easy is it to steer your kid into the TV that you want to watch so you can just do rewatches of The Simpsons? It's easy until I start talking to other kids. Yeah. Yeah, but they're all like, Paw Patrol! And they're like, what's this? And I'm like, I yeah. watch Paw Patrol. That's probably Not why good. people fucking do school from home. Their kids, they're just like, I don't want you. I just want to watch Simpsons, you know? Yeah. Just, yeah. I'll teach you from home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you yeah, do school yeah. from home, like, you know, and then they finally go to like, do you know, halfway through primary school, they're in like, 6-1 News! Woo! Yeah. <laughs> 6 one News! I love this. <laughs> What's going on now? <laughs> the little kid up to the thing. Oh, knows the theme song. Shmash it up nationwide. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, yeah, so it was post because of the pandemic, two and a bit years, whatever, and then Peppa Pig Live finally came back. Yeah. Tickets still valid. So uh, Max's little mate Julia was like, "Let's go to Peppa Pig." They're, they're like four and a half, nearly five at that stage. How much half their life for tickets like, to Peppa Pig? How much? Oh, well, luckily I didn't buy them. So okay, it was a gift. But like, you'd never seen these jaded <laughs> you kids. You see with Peppa. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> me and Pepper, man, we used to double date with. It was me, Kermit, Miss Piggy, Pepper, and me. It was a great. <laughs> yeah, I do love ham. They're, all the kids, half their life is gone, so they weren't even interested anymore. They, they're like two. That's so interesting. Yeah. And so like they're yeah. all they rolling. They're always going, "Who cares?" And they're like, "Hi, boys and girls." And like, no, I just want to watch Billie Eilish. You know, like they don't. They, it was so funny to watch. There was some like brothers and sisters that were they're, they're juniors now so yeah. the younger brothers and sisters were sort of into it it's, it's amazing how uh, like distinct the age group entertainment is at that period you know the difference between five and eight is massive yeah, mm. but imagine if like two years through the pandemic happened and you would book tickets to fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. and we, we, we changed our mind we developed that fast as adults still you know you're like you go and see the chilies you're like oh for fuck's sake this yeah. again you know yeah. so unsophisticated yeah, yeah. that's funny yeah. though because you in your bit, Fred. You, you you one of the first songs you learned was Paranoid Android. Oh yeah. I, on OK Computer, Radiohead's OK Computer, such a good album. I'd always 
go, flick to, on the CD, I'd go to that Paranoid Android. And then when, what's the one after that, the track after that? Subterranean. Subterranean Homesick. Oh, yeah. such a good tune. But then when, when I was like a teenager, when that song came on, because it was slower and all that, nah, 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 and it was quite airy, I would, I would like not listen to it. But now I'm older. I skip straight to oh, Subterranean yeah. Homesick because I'm like, ah, I just want to float now. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the, the same album, but the difference, like yeah. just what, what we're into now. Mad it's, isn't it and you look at some albums like you know Whippin' Boy I got their album and I used to love them as a, as a kid and like their big song When We Were Young which I always thought you know, when I was so young I think it was 15 or 16 when it came out but now the song is it's more relevant now when you hear it you know it's like 25 years later or something like that so it's it's nuts when isn't I it was like young yeah like yeah. Uh, for you listening to that while your dad's like celebrate your time. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> when you were doing like what inspired you first were you into music first and then comedy or like comedy or was it both at the same time or like I, I don't know I think music Definitely me. I just I'm so passionate about music and uh, just loved comedy as well. And I, I felt that uh, maybe professionally uh, I wasn't good enough to be a singer. Uh, everyone laughed at you when you yeah. sang. You know, I'm going to the Yeah. So musical comedy just seemed to be the sweet spot where I could do both. Do you know? Yeah. But I still do music stuff as well separately. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so. Uh, but all those stuff, I'm always checking myself for musical comedy as well for all those reasons. You know what I mean? That can people you can be slated for. You know? Yeah. So. We used to love watching it back in the early days. Like it, you were one of the comics where all the other comedians would piss themselves laughing. The audience wouldn't get you yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know whether it was the energy, and then, and then, but it was all hilarious. And then one day it just clicked, and then everyone. It, I don't That's know. I don't know how that. Says that need, I don't know yeah. how that happens. Do you remember when you when you? Because like this is early days. This is not all of the gigs, but on the ones where you were doing great, and the audience weren't getting you. We've always. Oh, those. I remember them for two years. Two years, and then two do you remember? What, do you remember when you were yeah. like ah? Or was I do, any- yeah. I remember uh, doing a gig in Derry and I had my guitar and it just made sense there and then. Just when you I walked You got the combination rod or whatever, yeah, whatever just, it was. You always talk about finding your voice and yeah. what your voice is and, uh, you know, and it can't be rushed. And, you know, I often think it's a bit like horse racing. Like a lot of, a lot of horses when you're trying to, some of them don't even know the idea of competition. You know, of of being the fastest, like it hasn't registered in their head. But the minute they do, they're gone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so for that, for a comedian, is to find your voice. What what's actually here? Why am I on the grass running this? Oh, now I get it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so so it's that moment. So for me, I think you know it was it was musical and because uh, that's what I was passionate about. And it was all Rich Hall always said something about with comedy, like The Simpsons. He says it's it's stupid jokes done really clever, or it's 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 stupid jokes done with clever packaging or it's clever packaging done really stupid like uh, I wrote a joke there yesterday saying oh Leonardo DiCaprio's girlfriend right now the girlfriend that he has now when she was eight Titanic Titanic happened when she was eight which, which, if you do the maths, that means she was born in 1905. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so I think, I'm happy to say, that's clever done stupid. Yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, a kind yeah. of a, a clever thing. And then and then I go on, I t- back to nostalgia, I talk about the actual uh, Celine Dion uh, video that came out. Do you remember that? Uh, My Heart Will Go On. Yeah. And like, I love music videos that represent films, but like, talk about when the key change happened in that music video, and then you can see 
the bright the boat break in half. I'm like, fuck, man, don't ruin the movie. <laughs> <laughs> don't ruin the movie for us, yeah, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so sometimes when someone sings a really high note, glass smashes. Yeah. But yeah, she sang yeah. so high that a yeah. ship snapped in yeah. half. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looked like. You're here. <laughs> that guy falling down and bouncing off that thing. Boom. Yeah. All these people on the Titanic holding their ears. God damn it, Celine. <laughs> what a. Oh, so you moved to Kerry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> speaking of tragedy, uh, no, no, no. You moved to Kerry, and what was uh, pre-pandemic? It was a massive change. Like for everyone, I guess the whole lockdown thing was massive. But you know, I was, I was kind of gigging a lot in Dublin, and we started dating Julie, and then uh, we just had we we'd write writing projects to do. Like so, we said we'd go to her auntie's house in Kerry for two to three weeks. Her aunties. Yeah, yeah. Which was yeah. Which is like the last. <laughs> not your aunties. Not Randy's house. <laughs> No, you say like your aunties, yeah, yeah. Let's um, go to that uh, Randy place. We know. <laughs> we went to a Randy mate in Curry before. Yeah, I've <laughs> yeah. been there since. That's great. <laughs> Gig. Yeah. So and uh, and then lockdown happened. Uh, we went like in the last week of February, and then lockdown happened. So we just ended up there since. All yeah. right, man. Yeah, it's beautiful, and because of Far and Four, I'm doing a lot of work in London, so it's easier for me. To, it's easier for me to get to London from where I live than it is if I was living in Dublin. Do you know through that you just you just walk through Kerry Airport? Oh, I thought you were just on, walk to the yeah. airport. <laughs> yes, I know you're Pat, the pilot. He just flies me straight. It's <laughs> a Gatwick. If you're a terrorist listening to this, hot tip. <laughs> Kerry Airport. Where is Kerry Airport? Man. Far and four. So it's just uh, oh, outside right. of Killarney. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Straight into London, well, eh? Where, That's great. where do you gig at in London? It's like bus air in the sky. You know, that was a Sharon Mannion line. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it, kind of, it is like, it's so, the tickets are cheaper than like, you know, air coaches or trains or, so it's, uh, nice. and it's like, I know all the staff at this stage, even though the pilot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's your son? <laughs> <laughs> what age is he now? Yeah. Great we job you, last week. Uh, we brought your favourite sandwiches <laughs> again. He's like, thanks guys. Yeah. How would you find it? Big difference moving from Dublin to Kerry. It just kind of happened. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't. It was so intense. And like, and then Julie, we found out uh, Julie was expecting in February before March of lockdown. So, well, so the whole oh, thing, the whole yeah. thing that's, of Ted's that's really good timing. It's good timing. Really. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. Those Chinese guys ring me are going like get her pregnant now and like yeah. you know just, <laughs> you'll, you'll tag me later you'll tag me later now's the time you're gonna get it's all family quality time you're not gonna need to go anywhere I was nearly yeah. did the accent there it's like no yeah, no yeah, I didn't no, do it yeah, yeah. get her pregnant now and, and just uh, buy loads of toilet paper and that's all that's yeah. all I'll tell you I can uh, I'm okay with uh, the the quietness and the remoteness of it because we do live like half up a mountain and it's quite remote but the internet's good and I have a half decent good car and uh, so I'm okay with that it'd be tough enough for Julie now like we will have to move do you know it's it's kind of because she knows all her friends just on the other side of the mountain <laughs> and, uh, sounds like so, something from like 400 years ago so on the other side of the mountain now no, yeah, yeah, something again. from Lost or something like that yeah yeah yeah. Uh, let's go. The others, the others are on the other side. But it's, I like it. Like I have a podcast there, and I've you know I, I know the community around me, and uh, you got local gigs. Yeah, it's yeah. funny about this whole uh, meditation headspace stuff, and it is very important to be in the moment. But the more I I, I started doing it myself and uh, getting into it, I realised I've been doing this my whole life. Do you know what I mean? I've been always in the moment, naturally, anyway. Do you know, even... I often laugh about when I did the leave insert. Do you know, uh, it was a three-hour exam. I was was saying to a friend of mine uh, yesterday, I just... Three hours looking out the window. 
Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is headspace. Yeah. Yeah. So in the moment, smelling the coffee for the break, and yeah. uh, not, not in the right moment, but yeah. in the moment, you know. So I'm so in the moment that I don't really think about stuff too much. Yeah, that's great. Uh, foresight or hindsight, I, I generally do, but not not mo- much it, less it, than it, most people. Yeah, it doesn't get you uptight about things. Like yeah. You're, you're, but because of that, I'm probably not as ambitious as I should be. That's one of my problems. That's what we're very disorganized. And uh, But that's because we are in the moment. A lot of yeah. people, are, they can be in the moment and they can think ahead. Yeah. I lack in the thinking ahead. Yeah, me too. And when yeah. we're together, we would never organize it. You're just living in the moment because you're not thinking about anything yeah. past that very but minute. But all our, all our decisions were based on the crack the fun that we had there and then. That's what sums up the crack, isn't it? Like getting the most, that's why when someone goes, oh, I'm not drinking, you're thinking about tomorrow, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. For the now. Of like, course, it, it yeah. It yeah. Irish people up when you're like not having a drink with them because you're yeah. like, no, 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 because you're, you're saying yes to now, right? Instead, yeah. Instead of instead of thinking about your yoga retreat next I was, week. like I went full time in 2007, even though I've only been doing comedy two months, right? And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I was and, on the dole, so I was yeah, full yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I remember... Uh, Something that sticks with me, and it's probably one of the reasons why I do stand up, is uh, I used to, I went to a boarding school in Cavan, middle of Ireland, and it was quite uh, it wasn't a posh boarding school. Like it was cheaper to keep us at home than to keep us in the school. Like it really was. Like the priest paid for the uh, the uh, electricity and stuff, and the education was free. So you're basically just paid for your food, and uh, and uh, but every morning on weekdays you would have to get up at eight. The bell would go at eight o'clock. You had to turn to ring the bell, and then you had 15 minutes to get up and get down to the kid get down to the canteen for, for, for breakfast and if you missed it you had to do the dishes that day you know what I mean Ooh. do all the dishes as punishment so that getting up in that 15 minutes I, I hated it you know what I mean and it was winter as well it was dark but on a Saturday and Sunday and weekends you had a, an hour's lion and uh, so but your mind was accustomed to waking up at 8 o'clock so uh, so on a Saturday you'd wake up at 8 o'clock and you'd be like fuck right of another hour and uh, and then I'd turn my head back in the pillow and I'd go back to sleep and since I've done stand-up comedy, I get that feeling every day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Freedom. Yeah, it's yeah. freedom that I'm asking for because I don't like to work on a clock. Yeah. Generally, mm. and it's uh, and when I went full time in 2007, do you remember I was living in Harold's Cross at the time? Yeah. And uh, and that room there, I just just remember the freedom of it. Books around me and uh, CDs at the time, and uh, I was yeah. just and I felt I made it then. Do you know what I mean? Like no matter what happens in the future, I've kind of arrived to where I want obviously you want to do better and you want to do yeah. more but just the freedom of having it having another I know hour. I've got a son and it's all fucked <laughs> <laughs> okay I've thanks for joining us <laughs> 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 that's all folks and that's Pepper Pig again shut up oh man that's right but it's a, it's a new lease of life and new material yeah yeah I look uh, the whole dad comedy stuff I haven't I haven't too much of it uh, I, I might get it now now that he's kind of his imagination is starting to develop himself you know and uh, I just I just I, I love being a dad and I, I love the caring aspect of it and it's quite tiring but I don't mind that I love it but I just can't find uh, the I find it funny one on one I just can't make content out of it to, to bring it out to the audience yet just nothing there like yeah it's funny because no one know? wants to hear about your kid if it's all going well that's what I feel so that's what either, I feel yeah you, it, your kid's got to do something really embarrassing and then you're the butt of the joke or yeah, you yeah. learn something and you're the butt of the joke you know it has to you or you always yeah. have to come across as the idiot when I hear Chris Ken stuff it's kind of connected with other people's parents and stuff like that you know so we're kind of yeah social situations yeah with the social kid. situations yeah. with the yeah. kid so we're kind of we're not just there fully yet and, uh, and also I think as well 
well, like, like people who come to comedy gigs, they're, they're getting away for their kids for the night. The last thing they yeah. want to do is hear someone talk about their kid. Do you know? Oh, what right, jeez, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe, right. maybe like I'm probably yeah, wrong. No, but. A, and that, that makes it remind me. Like, oh, jeez, the babysitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, big time. All ahead of you. All Fuck ahead of you. me. All, all I'm thinking about now is, is the hour I'm going to lose every morning. That you're talking about. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know exactly that hour when you wake up and you go, eh, there's no good yeah. till 8 p.m. I'll get tuck in. Oh, my stupidity uh, made it wonderful as a child because uh, like I was so bad at the days of the week that every Saturday morning most Saturdays I'd be running down around the hall with my school uniform on me and dad dad go it's a, it's a Saturday and I'm like Whoa! oh that feeling freedom yeah. <laughs> back to bed I go back to sleep with my uniform on oh, great you know feeling of that. so I'm always looking for that yeah, you know? man. Do you know, I I hated school so much, and because of that, the, the controlled, the, the, you don't you don't feel free, obviously. And you know, six weeks feels like it does feel like a long time for holidays. Yeah, when you, when yeah. And summer holidays. And uh, I remember I was just I was playing in the yard with toys or something. It was outside. It was still summer. You know, summer holidays. Went to my dad. I was like, I I, I wanted to keep the happy feeling, so I went and it was like, Dad, how much longer we got on holidays? You know, I was thinking, oh, I'm just <laughs> like, how much longer? And he goes, Oh, you're back tomorrow. Oh no way. And I just like, oh, that sinking feeling. It's yeah, like Sandra yeah. says because she grew up here. It's like like the theme of Glenrow every Sunday. Yeah, when that came on and this that singing of oh school tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I still remember it. I was probably like seven. Just that oh sitting yeah. there listening to stuff. I'm not gonna. And even you're a kid, and you even know I'm never gonna use any of this stuff. I know. It's weird. Yeah. Isn't it? yeah. yeah. Algebra, like algebra. Danny, would you remember? Why did we? I've never, I've never once, never once used. Why did we? Ask X. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I'm, sure it's, I'm sure it's useful somewhere, but through years of it, trying to drill it into us. Like, Sometimes I take. I know mates of mine went on to study maths and they did applied maths and they were geniuses and they were like, maybe their 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 mom or dad told them something different about maths. You know, there's always something more quite exciting about maths listening to my mates in latter years do you know what I mean like mm. when it comes to like to appreciate you know, it yeah 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 like if, if, if you can give an everyday situation like a you fine know. wine yeah yeah <laughs> this math has aged well yeah exactly yeah and it's uh, <laughs> so uh, but, but for us it was just like it was, it was just relentlessly born yeah if you, born. if you have a short attention span like we do uh, you need you need to be given choice. Yeah, you know we're mm. like they, it needs to be acknowledged. We're never going to be mathematicians. Yeah, don't. So there's not much point trying to make us mathematicians. Yeah. you know, yeah. it's just uh, it's just bad fucking planning. Just let us uh, give us an instrument. Give you know like if yeah. if if you had a bit more freedom, Jesus, we would have done a lot better. Um, there'd be a lot less resentment. Oh man, yeah. and, and then you'll you'll find this with Ted. Like so, so uh, Max is in ju- uh, junior junior infants, then senior infants, and then one of Max's little mates, his older brother, is seven. And then I was talking to his dad today, and I was like, oh, because we're trying to get you know what's the, uh, there's after school activities for mm. like uh, the six and seven year olds, and he goes, oh, coding. I'm like what? It's like computer coding. They're already from what seven. From seven. They're already and I was like, mate, that's what you should be learning. Yeah. yeah. Ha- Getting the computers, it's gonna be bloody everything. That yeah. was foresight. Good lord, man. Coding at yeah. seven. See, yeah. they, they, their brain, they they'll be able to yeah. Yeah. Get, yeah. get that now. If the three of us sat down mm. and tried to learn coding, be like, uh He'll be getting like hundred percent in everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Hacking into the system. All the kids that are doing 
on the coating and getting A plus and straight A's. He never even did French. Wee wee. <laughs> Hacking into the mainframe. Yeah. Wouldn't that be good? I always... So you, you started stand up what year? 2007? Oh, well, you can say I kick stand up's like, you know, those things like it's like a baby becoming an adult, like how long? Like the first gig I ever did was in like 2001, I'd say, but then it was like a four year gap. Yeah. Three year gap And then uh, When I left college So You know Really properly Like 2005 6 Yeah That's doing the clubs Do you know yeah. Like doing open yeah. spots And, and were you doing then. gigs Musically as well Like no, in college Or in uh, I'd say there was Two and a half years From that 2005 To Six and seven, I didn't use music, and because and a lot of people talk in my ear, all those things about the how it's a crutch, you don't need it. Do you yeah, know what so I mean? It's kind of almost like shame, snobbiness, exactly. About and it. I believed him as well. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's so dangerous when you're starting off because you've yeah. got gobshites trying to give you advice who don't know what they're talking about themselves, yeah, and you don't know that, yeah, you know. Yeah, so yeah. it's uh, so where do you get your information from? And you know, I'm not that good with natural instinct sometimes, so I was like, you're right, I won't use it. So I, yeah, I kind of went on trying to be a bit like Tommy Tiernan, you know, and uh, probably didn't have his vocabulary. Vocabulary, you know, as well. Like to, so, and then, and then I just started using the guitar, and it wasn't long after that. That one with Derry, when I did that gig, and I was like, I know it's actually giving me a cadence of jokes I can start. When you pulled a melodica out your back pocket, yeah. shoved it up your nostril. <laughs> do you know that? Have you seen it do that bit? There's like you could play the melodica. How would you describe a melodica? Plastic industrial kind of instruments, and it's like a uh, piano that you I know, I know, into. I know what a melodica. Is. Yeah, and so yeah. Okay, Fred okay. had a red one and a green one, and it's both of them up his nose. <laughs> And he'd get requests from the audience, and he could do he could do the baseline and the melody. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny that note, but like everyone was discussing and amused and laughing at the same time, and he was doing like all the hits. Man, you wouldn't want to let someone mistake that melodica for oh, can I ever go on this? You know, oh, I know yeah. And like yeah. you do like meatloaf bat out of hell. Was that the no? What's the meatloaf one? You anything for love? Yeah, anything for love. <laughs> 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 and then someone would go Bohemian Rhapsody and you're like yeah, all the time all the time and then you do it yeah and then you could do all the Bohemian Jesus. Rhapsody I remember, I remember the reason why I bought the Demolodicus I just wanted to do something different do you know I obviously I wanted to use the keyboard but David had already got there before me so I said oh, you know shut what shut up my nose yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never played it. I never played him up my nose it just looked like that because I'm hiding the fingers are hiding there oh okay there, fair so. enough and uh, <laughs> But when I bought the mouth, everybody I bought the ultra melodica in a in a shop called Piglets or something on South William Street at the time. So I mentioned Piglets, man. Yeah. Peppa Pig and me still. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, so just and the answer what I bought. It was like it was eighty pound, uh, uh, 80, 80 euro, and uh, and then I was like I played it for like two weeks. And then, like, he, had, he told me, like, he hadn't sold any of these instruments in, like, 15 years, 20 years. No one was buying them. There was no need for them. And then, then two weeks later, I came back and bought, like, the soprano one, you know, for the same price. And your yeah. man's like going, what's this guy doing with himself? Like, has he got a life? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even have a life, you know? Like, uh, so. Yeah, but we haven't sold one of these in 15 years. Do you, ever, do you ever do that anymore? Do, you know, do oh, sometimes I do them in London. Yeah, I do them in. I'll do them in the UK. Yeah, just so I'm just trying to stand out a bit. Yeah, so I yeah. Do something like that's that. the kind of great thing about some, like some musical comedy or anything in a way. Yeah, if, if you if you something that stands out, you it it'll last a fucking lifetime. Yeah. You know, a little thing like that, like yeah, that's really enjoyable to watch and listen to. You'll all, that's always there. Whereas if you're if you're doing a fucking bit on the pandemic or you're doing a bit on whatever, Trump. Yeah, I mean, I'm still doing my Trump jokes. So fuck it, I'll never, I'll Trump never drop yeah. them. I'll never drop them. But, be, uh, yeah, but thing, like, he'll be president yeah. again in a couple of years. It'll all be back. It's ever, probably. it's evergreen. You know those uh, yeah. fucking yeah. double melodica. That's evergreen forever. Well, 
And that's I do yours. remember playing him in Trafalgar Square. Like, we would taking requests. And it was Paddy's Day. It was a Paddy's Day gig. Do you remember you were there, Damon? Yeah, yeah, I remember. And uh, it was a long tent, loads of Irish. But just this English lad up the front with his friend. <coughs> he was enjoying the gig. He wasn't laughing. You know, I was doing a lot of requests. Just kind of... And then he put his hand up. And so I said, well, what's your question? And he goes, so really enjoying it, mate. Would it be easier if you just play one? <laughs> I know he's right he's actually right. but he doesn't understand the, yeah. the crack of struggle yeah, the yeah. chaos you know yeah, that's what yeah, kind yeah. Of you're trying to do there like so yeah, yeah. that's what makes it funny yeah mm. exactly yeah it's mm. so stupid but so you know stupid. it wouldn't it be easier if we didn't do stand up at all you know yeah. <laughs> if you're going down the easy road here that's uh, be easy if I was just sitting next to you watching the entertainment yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember a, a, a radio uh, on a local radio station said to me isn't it a crutch like this musical stuff and Who I kind of thought about it in the local radio being like, I won't tell you his name but he entered Eurovision and won it and uh, <laughs> 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 right <laughs> give me a picture 2016 of I don't know, not, I don't know the and it's not Dan International I'll tell you that for nothing so, <laughs> Johnny Organ yeah but no, so is music really a crutch because if you look at it like the Charlie Chaplin movies you know like before words you can argue that words became a crutch yeah. there was something extra that was added on you know what I mean to create, to create funny like so yeah. funny's funny yeah, I always think you know. Yeah, he's funny. Well, he's music funny. is just fucking vibrations in the air in a certain yeah. pattern. So yeah, words are vibrations in air in a certain pattern. Yeah, it's not. Uh, if you make those vibrations in a certain way, that creates yeah. a laugh. I mean, what, what, what? It's all the fucking. Yeah. If you want to turn this into wankery, like I usually do, it's getting everyone enjoying one thing at the same time. Yeah. So we're. Everyone's singing the words. Everyone's yeah. laughing together. It's it's creating that where it's, you're bonding. Everyone, everyone's yeah. forgotten about any worries, and yeah. they're yeah. all there at the I moment th- because you've got a melodicus to get in. <laughs> yeah, like I think I think crutch is the wrong word. Like the one thing a ma- a music can do, which is phenomenal that other things can't do, is evoke emotion. You know, I mean, mm. loads of things can, but like yeah. specifically, music can evoke it uh, very quickly. Yeah, because instantly, like bread, yeah. good. chords have. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Chords, oh, uh, everything have like uh, connotations. But it's there's, I don't know what it is, but like you, you, music in your head, like you hear a particular song, it can hit you emotionally yeah. straight away. But then in comedy, so you, in a way, like <laughs> jokes are emotive. You know, you're you're trying to emote something out of the audience. Then having the the layer of music yeah. just has a whole fucking extra mm. extra power to it. So, and with that. Uh, people are coming in the door right now for the show to get some emotion. I can't wait to see you, Fred. Yeah, they're like, where's Fred? Uh, where's that cock? <laughs> He's right here. And it is eight. So we got we to gotta open the doors for the show. Oh, it's seven past. Guys, legends. Thanks yeah. so much for yeah. having me. Oh, All thank, love. You, All thank, love. You, thank you, man. Thank you, Fred. If you're... If, uh, you're you can come yeah, in. You yeah, can come yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Fred oh, yeah. Cook, comedian.com. I'll tell you Comedian.com. It's due in March and April. Thank you. Hey, Fred Cook there. Yes. And he is on tour in Ireland, March and April. So very soon, grab tickets and there'll be extra dates added on top of that. And he's gigging in the UK as well. Go Fred Cook Comedian. That's Cook with an E, Cook. FredCookComedian.com. And Fredster Cook on Instagram. Fredster99 on TikTok. TikTok. So if you don't already, do follow him. Bloody hilarious. Loads of clips. Loads of clips. And follow us as well if you don't already. Cracked in Comedy Club. We are on every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday and Saturday. If you're in or around the Dublin area, we would love to see you in person. Come along. And if you want more content and to see the full video of that interview and all the others we've had, um, go to our Patreon. 
Patreon. Don't you love Patreon? Patreon, loads of content there if you would love to support the podcast. That would be amazing. That would keep us doing what we're doing, getting better better, <laughs> better quality uh, microphones <laughs> and all the great stuff. And if you could subscribe to our YouTube, we have loads of videos on there as well. And our TikTok and Grinder and LinkedIn and all that good stuff. Thank you so much for listening. Please share with your friends. It'd be great. Subscribe, follow, all that top stuff. We'll give you as much content as we can because we love comedy and we love you guys. You guys rule. Thanks again to Fred Cook. What a great laugh. And I hope to see you soon. Thanks again, dudes. Damo signing off. Thank you, baby, 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 baby.